What a ride. I looked at my watch. Even with time changes, it had been less than ten hours since I shoved Dusty off a cliff. I wasn't lamenting killing Dusty. I was patting myself on the back for making such unbelievable time. I regretted not showering before leaving the nest, but enjoyed chit-chatting with Walid, who had his own smell going on and didn't seem bothered by mine. The small, chain-smoking driver was sunny and quick to laugh. We feasted at an In-N-Out burger, Dusty's treat. We had such a good time, he refused the stack of money I offered him, even after driving me to a small private airport 45 minutes away. I jammed the money into his seat. First-class accommodations were to follow. I was in the lobby less than 15 minutes when I overheard a worker say Atlanta while talking on his radio. Twenty minutes later, I'd convinced an elderly lady traveling to Atlanta with her full-size poodle, Moose, to add me to her flight. She was a plucky old broad by the name of Rosemary Cowell, and when I asked her to wait a couple days before spending the $15,000 I'd given her to help grease her decision, she didn't skip a beat. Why don't I wait three weeks and throw this at some young men in Paris, she replied. The girls and I have a big trip planned. Will that work? I grabbed another $5,000 bundle from my bag and handed it to her. For you and the girls, then.